generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. First Peter chapter 2, I'm going to read alone for time's sake from verse 4. First Peter chapter 2, we welcome our online family. We celebrate you on all the platforms. Thank you for being with us. Uh, if there's any power outage which we do not emphasize today please stand with us and migrate to another platform we're here for you verse 4 says coming to him coming to christ as to a living stone rejected indeed by men but chosen by god and precious look at somebody say it doesn't matter who has rejected you you are chosen by god Oh, some of you didn't say with energy, with verve, with nerve, with passion, with intentionality. Say you are chosen by God. Chosen by God and precious. You also as living stones are being built up a spiritual house. A holy priesthood to offer up, watch this, this is the whole essence. To offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ therefore it is also contained in the scripture behold I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone elect precious and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame look at yourself like this I said Damilola there is no shame in your game Cross your eye, look at yourself and say, there is no shame in your game. There is no shame. We've been talking about empires as part of the building part, as part of our longest series ever. And I want to just go into uh, the aspect of delineating certain things from Abraham, David, and Jesus. So, Father, we thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Our eyes are open. Our hearts are receptive and retentive. Guide us into all truth, sweet Holy Spirit. Let your tutorial ministry be so powerful and strong that nobody will live here misunderstanding anything and everyone will receive the specific instruction that they require for the next level of their spiritual growth maturation and development we give you praise and glory because every spirit of depression weight of anxiety and every tendency of destruction is bound by the power of God there is freedom there is liberty there is healing there is hope there is strength there is joy there is grace there is advancement in Jesus name we have prayed so I spoke last week and we said that there were three people who were like stones they were not the corner stones but they were like stones some of you were like uh oh, that's just a metaphor it's not just a metaphor it's a prophetic delineation i'll show you from the word this morning so we had abraham we had david and then we have jesus we have babylon between david and jesus and i said to you that babylon was a representation of carnal stones carnal stones not corner stones and not christ-centered stones but carnal stones as a matter of fact every time God is bringing you to a certain twist in your life there must be something that tests your loyalty there must be something that stands in the way of your consecration and commitment there must be something that you must overcome that's why even Jesus was not launched into his public ministry without an opportunity to relinquish his divinity without an opportunity to bow so Babylon must always stand even though what God wants to build is Bethel the house of God the enemy is going to come we want to birth hell instead of having you in Bethel you understand what I'm saying 
Babylon must always come whenever Zion is in progress. So understand that now that Abraham is not just a nice guy. He is a prophetic picture of a dispensation, of a time span. And so we see certain similarities. I can't go through all of them, but if you, if you can go to soundcloud.com, you'll be able to get soundcloud.com slash Kings Connected. You'll be able to listen to the message from last week. But a couple of things. We see that Abraham, he sacrificed a ram that God provided. We see that David is from among sheep. He deals with sheep. And so he says, the Lord is my shepherd. Jesus becomes a sheep. He's not just a picture. He's a sheep now that takes on our scenes. We see that Abraham, he decides to offer up his son. David, his sacrifices, uh, is willing to make sacrifices as a son. Jesus Christ becomes the son who is our sacrifice. With Abraham, we see how to build and birth nations. With David, we see how to build and birth kingdoms. And then with Jesus, we see the kingdom nation embedded two in one. Right? We see that with Abraham, that he raises an army. David, he raises an army. Throne 18 in the house of Abraham, 400 men in the cave of Adullam. And then Jesus is raising us as an army. He's called the captain of our salvation. We see that Abraham, he builds a lot of altars. He prepares stones for an altar of worship. David prepares stones for a temple of worship. Jesus says that I will raise up stones to praise me. So we see that there are certain things there. We see that there are stones made that are used to make altars in the days of Abraham. David uses a stone to destroy Goliath, who's a system of Satan. And Jesus is building us as living stones. There are no mistakes in God. It is level after level, precept upon precept. Look at somebody say, I'm from a lineage of divine design. I'm from a lineage of divine design. Some of you said it, you didn't look. Some of you looked, you didn't say. Someone is like, ah, that's why I like online church. Now that you're offline, still get in line. Uh, tell somebody, tell somebody, I'm from a lineage of divine design. I saw somebody blowing somebody kisses. I said, tell somebody. <laughs> say, say, I'm from a lineage of divine design. And, and so we, we must study Abraham. And it's not just what I think we should do. The Bible literally tells us when you go to Isaiah 51, Isaiah 51, yes, 1 to 2. Isaiah 51, 1 to 2. If you can go there real quick, media. It says, the prophet speaks by divine inspiration and says, listen to me, you who follow after righteousness. Is that you? Is that applicable to the New Testament believer? Is that applicable to every born again child of God? Yes, I says, listen to me, you who follow after righteousness, you who seek the Lord. Is that the man in Christ? What does it say you should do? Look to the rock. Now, that rock is not capital R, so it's not talking about Christ. That rock there is not capital R. It is a small R. It's talking about a man an entity of the order of petros you remember petros that's peter of which jesus said you are a stone or a rock and upon the rock i will build my church so there is the rock but then there is also rock the rocks that rock i don't have to be Dwayne, but i rock oh come on y'all not getting that right now I'm not John's sin, but I'm God's sin. I'm God's son. Some of you will get it next year. Just be like, oh, this way. Like. All right. This says, look to the rock from which you were hewn, cut out. 
brought forth and to the hole of the pit from which you were dug verse 2 what does it say in verse 2 he now specifies just in case you're confused who should you look to Abraham your father and to Sarah who bore you for I called him how how does God call you alone when God calls you initially there will be nobody to back up the calling <laughs> at the initial phase of the call because that must be tested your loyalty must be tested are you understanding that by the way never get upset when people don't support you initially because initially you did not support yourself God said you will be the same me how can now you argue back and forth you fasted for weeks and eventually you chopped liver you listen to messages you were incubated with divine power then you believe they now expect that the first speech you make to somebody they'll say we know no give them some time stay stay true and stay through so it says look to abraham right can i have my three men can i have my three men real quick so understand this now that jesus said before you can stay in any order maybe the guy in red can come forward because red is the blood and the other guys have black now look at the Jesus said before Abraham was please can you go backward here before Abraham was he said I am so Jesus this is Jesus this is David this is Abraham David said before Abraham was I am in other words I'm a continuum I have no beginning I have no end he didn't say before Abraham was I was he said before Abraham was I am you only see me as Jesus now because I've take, taken on a form of visibility. Great is the mystery of salvation. God came in the flesh. He was seen of angels. Right. Received, received up into glory. So he came as flesh. So what it means is Jesus was not born because of Abraham. Abraham had to be born because Jesus had to be revealed. Are you understanding that? why because the bible says god decrees the end of the thing from the beginning so whatever you see before the manifestation of what god has said to you is for your sakes are you understanding this all your predecessors were for your sake <laughs> paul said all things are yours whether of apollos or paul so understand is for me to really understand the different manifestations of the christ because the christ lived in only three and a half years in those three and a half years the core concepts of who he is were made manifest but the different diversities and administrations were not fully expressed in those three and a half years that's why it's the foundation the foundation sets the template the foundation is not the whole building but some of y'all not getting that the foundation is not the whole is there anybody here who does housewarming on the foundation you're building something and then you get there and, and what do you do you come to warm ah, where's the house it is here see it's spiritual no so Abraham and David are dimensions or manifestations of the intentions of the Messiah are you understanding this 
Jesus comes to explain to us that whatever it is that we've seen them do, Isaiah says concerning redemption, because when you go from Isaiah 51 all the way down, he's talking about redemption, he's talking about eschatology. Whatever you've seen Abraham do is a manifestation or an expression of what God has in mind for his people. That's why the Bible calls him the father of men and nations. And when Peter writes to us, he said that you are a what? A chosen generation, a holy Come on, somebody shouted. A holy nation. So for me to understand how stones work, thank you brothers, how stones work, I need to be able to look through the Bible and see the different dimensions of stones. What are the significant things about stones? What did God use them for? If a saying I should look at a stone, that means the stones carry native wisdom or knowledge that my destiny requires. There must be something about stones. So write down real quick. Number one, stones, God used stones to define times and seasons god in the bible he used stones to define times and seasons abraham is the definition of times and seasons but even before we begin to look at abraham and david joshua chapter 4 20 to 24 joshua chapter 4 20 to 24 i'll read quickly he says and those 12 stones which they took out of the jordan joshua set up in gilgal then he spoke to the children of Israel saying when your children ask their fathers in time to come saying what are these stones then you shall let your children know saying what Israel crossed over this Jordan on dry land for the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan before you until you had crossed over as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea which he dried up before us until we had crossed over that all the peoples of the earth may know the hand of the Lord that it is mighty that you may fear the Lord your God forever Joshua chapter 4 20 to 24 1st Samuel chapter 7 verse 12 then Samuel took a stone and set it up between Mizpah and Shen and called its name Ebenezer saying thus far the Lord has helped us so when the Bible calls you a living stone one of the things that God wants to do your do with your life is that he wants to define times and seasons with your life oh nobody said amen to that your life is not a survival element your life is not in hustle mode your life is a living testimony to the definition of times and seasons because when you look through genealogies concerning certain people the bible will say in their days then men began to call on the name of the lord to define the times means that at the end of your life people will say in his days drug addiction began to reduce in her day lt divorce rate began to fall down in the days of one Daniel kings began to rise in the days of the Adeo Jews families that were complete began to emerge they were smart they were astute they were professionally on point in the days of Uchi new hairstyles that glorified God because when the Bible calls you a living stone you ought to think back at what God used stones for in the past for you to know what he wanted to do because he's I'm a living stone you don't have a picture for it so what will I be doing? Well, you'll be defining times. You'll be defining seasons. You'll be releasing arsenals of intelligence. That's what God wants to use you to do. It's not an arrow that God says in the middle of the Jordan. Put the stones there. He said because this 
milestones are a memorial when people are celebrating your life ten yesterday we celebrated the 60th birthday of one of the leading voices in nigeria ever pastor bimbo odukoya she passed on how many years ago 15 years ago but let me tell you she's not dead to me miles moro died about five years ago he's not dead to me in fact i had a vision where miles moro appeared to me a couple of weeks ago and there were certain things that god spoke to me through that vision i don't consult dead people no uh, so that's not what i'm talking about but they are not dead to me because when the bible says you are a living stone living stones don't die they only transcend they only multiply they only change location they only relocate is somebody hearing what i'm saying he said set the stones in the jordan because your children will wonder say what are these stones who is this man who is this lady who is this honora and they will say she was one woman who used to pray for the sick and they will get well she was the one who used to feed our widows and now many of the widows have children who are prophets that is who she is your life will define times your life will divine seasons the bible says that samuel he established a stone and he called it ebenezer listen to me stones don't have names but living stones do when you begin to enter the revelation of stone your name will change that's why when jesus when peter jesus said who do men say that i am and peter said thou art the christ the son of the living god jesus changed his name because your revelation changes your appellation your revelation changes your nomenclature he said you are petros it takes one to know one ah you are peter the rock you are petros i am the christ if you can recognize the stone i am that means there's a stone in you that's why anytime you admire something in someone there is often times an element of that thing on the inside of you people that cannot recognize your stone ship maybe they are mud maybe they are grass maybe they are sand maybe they are chalk but if there is any stone around you can you bump onto another stone and say hello stone hello stone you are defining times and seasons give god praise and glory in the house of god i didn't say give me praise and glory thus far your life will be a manifestation of the help of god they will say nobody could have done what he is doing nobody could have done what he was doing your life will be a manifestation of the help of god god helped you and you graduated god helped you and you got a job god helped you and you built a business god helped you and you laid hands on the sick and the recovered god helped us and we grew from 100 to 200 we're going to 300 we're going to 500 we're going to a thousand listen we are on the precipice of another shift our third anniversary is on the three weeks away and i sense something in my spirit i feel a bubble in the heavens i see god about to break certain things open high leg low leg a stone beside you and say get ready get ready get 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 ready get ready i see god defining times and seasons through your life. I...
I gotta run number two, number two. Yes, you can shout, you can shout. Number two, God used stones or men of God, God or men of God, use stones for differentiation and distinction. Genesis 28, 18 to 19. It says, Then Jacob arose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put at his head, <laughs> set it up as a pillar. Listen, I wish I had time to really unpack this, but see, Cooper is going to say unpack, unpack, great stuff. He <laughs> said, put at his head, set it up as a pillar. I, I want to preach somebody out of complacency, and he poured oil on top of it. <laughs> and the Bible says that he called the name of the place Bethel, which had been called Laws before. Now understand that the word says that Jacob had been sleeping on the stone. He had turned the stone to a pillow. What you are calling a pillow is a pillar. In other words, a gift you are sleeping on is the landmark for a generation. You are comfortable with it. You, you feel, well, let me just sleep on it. You think it's a personal strategy for comfort. You are used to it now. You understand how to lay on it. That's why you don't think it's special. You think everybody knows it, everybody does it, everybody has it. But God said it's a pillar. It's not a pillow, it's a pillar. It's not something for private uh, embrace. It's something for public display because God, and don't forget what I said, that every time you enter the stone revelation, there's a change of name. Because here, when he caught this revelation, the Bible says he called the name of that place Bethel. Stop calling your multi-million idea your hobby. It's just my hobby. It's just a coaching program. Are you hearing me? It's just a haircut. I'm just a barber. Kalos Pakusha. Kiledovia Subataka. Bidoria Subatish. God has risen undercover agents. You start a salon, but it's actually a revival center. People walk in, they feel better. They'll say, we don't know why. You know the story of Amola? You know Amola and Abula and Begiri? They'll say that woman has put jazz there. That's why people keep coming back. Well, Jesus is greater than jazz. So if we believe that jazz, fetish stuff can pull people, how about the desire of nations? Number two, differentiation and distinction. God uses stones. Number three, we see God using stones for demarcation and definition of territory. Demarcation and definitions of territories. <laughs> the word says in Proverbs, sorry, Deuteronomy chapter 19, 14. Look at what it says in 19, 14. You shall not remove your neighbor's landmark which the men of old have set. Woo! Cabosia. In your inheritance which you will inherit in the land that the Lord your God is giving you to possess. Please can you give me NIV? NIV says it in a different way. NIV says you shall not remove it says do not move your neighbor's boundary stone. So that landmark you know maybe this is when you think about landmark you're thinking an iconic figure right? You think about it metaphorically. But a landmark is literal. The builders around us Architects, civil engineers, 
sir right you have landmark is actually a mark that marks the land or oh, some of you are not getting this <laughs> I, I hope somebody gets this he says don't move the landmark in other words your life is a definition of territory we sing that song my life is not my own to you I belong but we're not understanding it because many of us God says stay 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 they're like no way no way no way he says don't do it don't move your neighbors bound I love NIV NIV says boundary stone the stones were used watch this to demarcate lots of land now we call it plots of land or acres but they will call it lots of land or field and the field was demarcated by stones so stones mark territory this is why Paul said the gospel concerning the Jews to so the Jews was given to who Paul says the gospel to the Jews was given to who? To give it to? Hey, Father in heaven. The gospel unto the Jews was committed to who? To Peter. And the gospel to the Gentiles was committed to who? In other words, I recognize the landmarks. I recognize the territories. The Bible says that I wanted to come to you, but the Spirit of God restrained me. Love does not only release, love restrains. It says the love of God constrains us. So sometimes love is shown in what you don't do as much as what you do do. You see that now? demarcation of territory this is the reason you don't just up and go i just left the workplace i just left nigeria really you just left your inheritance i'm not saying don't leave nigeria some of you need to have even gone three years ago it's just now that ah so don't get confused but you will know you will know are you seeing this now so demarcation and inheritance look at what it says in 27 17 27 17 Deuteronomy he actually takes it further he actually says something he said cursed is anyone who moves his neighbor's stone boundary stone help me look at your neighbor say don't touch my stone you know literally there are people this is that move your stones you guys don't get that they're still your rings and your precious stone that's not the people he's talking about here he's saying don't violate people's territory oh because uh, come on consequences are you following this now i don't come to your house and start taking meat from your cooking pot abusing your cooking sir this your meat is not very well marinated Territory boundaries. Look at somebody sternly said, Don't move my stone. Some of you, your voices have gone down. It looks like you have plans. It looks like anything you go, you're going snitch and somebody move somebody's stones. But help me get up and go to two or three people and tell them, Please, I am warning you, don't move my stone. <laughs> How dare you move my stone? 
don't move my soul don't touch my territory don't come near my wife don't come near my husband oh come on who am i preaching to right now don't move my stone don't move my definitions my demarcation my, don't touch my people how dare you abuse my congregant don't rape my members don't abuse my pastor don't touch Slow touch or soft touch, easy pop, your head will pop. Don't move, don't move, my son. Proverbs 22 28 says exactly the same thing thousands of years after the law had been given. Number four, stones were used as instruments of defense 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 protection <laughs> daniel 6 16 to 17 so the king gave the command and they brought daniel and cast him into the den of lions for but the king spoke saying to daniel your god whom you serve continually he will deliver you then a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den the king sealed it with his own signet ring and with the signet of his lords and the purpose concerning Daniel that's the purpose concerning Daniel might not be changed so if you look at New Testament as well when Jesus was laid in the tomb they rolled a stone you remember that over the tomb so stones are used to protect things some of us our lives are stones of protection that's why you might notice that people say you are so defensive could it be that part of your calling is to defend certain things you cannot handle it when people are talking rubbish about what you believe in He will be like, he's, he's not okay. <laughs> I'm going to transition shortly, right? When I say transition, I don't mean, God forbid, no gender. I mean, like, and the word. Simple get in three years, I'm sure. Bro. So defense that there are certain stones that are used to safeguard, to protect defend number five stones were used for destruction and demolition <laughs> then he took a staff first Samuel 17 and 14 first Samuel 17 verse 14 14 then he took his staff that's David in his hand and he chose for himself what five smooth stones from the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag can I just proclaim to Sayako Pataka Jesus is the shepherd David was a shepherd with the heart of Jesus Jesus was the shepherd is the shepherd will be our chief shepherd at all times so the same way David put stones in his shepherd's bag we are setting stones that God has kept in his bag and the reason God has kept you as a secret in the bag is it's gonna do surprise surprise the Goliath of your generation has not seen you coming oh some of you are not a spear you're not a javelin you are not even Saul's armor you are a stone in the shepherd's bag and at the right time this is why the apostle says humble yourself under the mighty hand of God stones don't release themselves stones don't polish themselves stones don't pick themselves up at the right time when David's hand went into the bag it picked the right stone I don't know who I'm talking to 
but this is the reason you ought not to be anxious when there are other stones who are already in parts of the building could it be that God wants to use you to wipe out Goliath could it be as long watch this as there is a stone beside you you're in the right place because David picked five stones so if I'm a stone I can feel a stone beside me ah we are in a stony place a stony environment and one of us is about to be released when God releases your neighbor he is in your neighborhood he's about to do signs and wonders and miracles and things that you never knew before LT get ready God is about to release you on another dimension Dami I'm grateful for your business but get ready God is about to do something bigger in your life Lolu are you said Mr. T it was your birthday yesterday sorry I didn't get to call you but God is about to release you to another level is there any stone under the sound of my voice who has been in the shepherd's bag I feel the hand of Jehovah he says humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and in due time is going to lift you up you're coming out of the shepherd's bag you're coming out of the shepherd's containment you're coming out of the shepherd's weaponry surprise surprise Goliath is expecting a javelin he's expecting a rod but here comes a stone here comes an embodiment of revelation low leg somebody and say get ready get ready get ready if you're new here i promise you i'm not having a seizure i promise i promise like four seconds shall i That's what the word says 49 to 50 he says then David put his hand in his bag took out a stone and he slung it and struck the Philistines for it some of you are in the shepherd's bag right but some of you are not in the shepherd's bag you're in the shepherd's sling and the bag is more secure than the sling because in the bag nobody really knows you and nobody really cares so you have the benefit of your privacy when you're in the sling, the momentum to be released starts with circular motion. It looks like you're going round and round. It looks like you're seeing the same patterns, the same patterns, the same cycles, the same disappointments, the same losses, the same disgrace, the same embarrassment, the same shame, and the worst thing is everybody can see you moving, but they can't see you moving forward. So they are asking questions. What are you really doing, God? What is the real deal with your life? This thing you're always posting about, bragging about, talking about. Well, let me tell you something. Stones have to go through cycles before they go in a straight line because the power for the momentum in the straight line comes with a secular motion. The power of release is in routine. The power to defeat is in dedication. The power to overcome is to observe. The power to be set in the right direction is to stay in the proper position. And when the Bible tells me that David released the sleep, he was telling guided by God. Well, when it seems that 
and secular motion in your life. You ought to understand your seal in his hands. Your seal in God's hands. Your seal in the hands of Jehovah. And when it's time, you're going to be released into what God has for you. Hey, who am I preaching to right now? I'm going to look for three people, low leg them, and say your seal in his hands. I gotta run, run, run. You're still in his hands. I'm still in his hands. When daddy says, What's going on with your life? Say, I'm still in his hands. Oh, yeah. I don't know who needs this encouragement. But you're feeling kind of vulnerable because when the stone is in the back, it has company. But it's only one stone per sling. So before you get to a point where it seems nobody can forget you, you have to go through the point where it seems nobody can get you. They don't get me. It's the burden of vision. <laughs> it released them in second kings 3 18 to 19 and verse 25 the prophet said to them when you attack the moabites what i want to do is that you will attack every fortified city every choice city you shall cut down every good tree and stop up every spring of water and ruin every good piece of land with what stones see some believers are spoilers you are spoilers in god's hands oh you don't understand it because different stones have different purposes that one of the challenges we face in the church is that we think all the stones are the same because they were all lively stones we're not all the same i'll get there shortly there are stones that protect and there are stones that beautify the stones that protect are tougher they are stronger they are more brazen People say they are not nice. But it's that strong wheel that is helping them fulfill their purpose. Because if they are brittle and delicate like stones that decorate, all of us will be affected. So some stones need to speak. Strong words. Some stones are slender and beautiful. They are attractive. Every, do you know there are some stones that are just very likable? Yeah. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> now, there are also stones that are, that are beautiful, but they are strong. So they are attractive with their beauty, but they are strong with their... I'm one of those stones. So by the time I'm hard on you, you say, but it's beautiful. But there are some stones, they are not very beautiful, they are just hard heart that's the way god designed them now this is not an invitation to not change because i need to run i have seven minutes i to my timer this is not an invitation to not change it's an invitation to understand the uniqueness all right now so there are stones that demolish in daniel chapter 2 31 to 35 daniel 2 31 to 35 are you getting something this morning look at what the word says you all king were watching 
there was this vision you know television is from vision you know that are you aware of that television is an inferior form of divine technology because there can be no television without vision god is the one that gives vision and so look at what daniel said to the king what did the kings what did, how did he describe what the king did he said it was what no you are king where what do you watch so god showed the king a television show television show he said watch on a great image this great image whose splendor was excellent stood before you and its form was awesome let's go real quick its form was awesome this image's head was of fine gold its chest and arms of silver its belly and thighs of bronze i wish i could break that down continue 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 real quick or should i read from my its legs of iron its feet partly of iron and partly of clay continue thank you you watched while a stone was cut without hands which struck the image on its feet of iron and clay and broke them in pieces help me help me go on mm -hmm. then the iron the clay the bronze the silver and the gold were crushed together and became like chaff from the summer threshing floors the wind carried them away so that no trace of them was found and the that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth now say you might not understand this but let me just quickly give you a condensed version of this vision what happened was god was showing the king that there will be different empires there will be different kings and kingdoms there will be different people so after the babylonian kingdom you're going to have the Mesh, uh, the persian kingdom after the persian kingdom you're going to have the greek median kingdom after that i believe you're going to have the roman is it the roman empire after them the roman empire and then the roman empire is going to metamorphose into what you have now across from greece and and rome and all the way to the western world where you have civilization here and there but what was what did he mean by the stone the stone that is going to come is going to be a stone that is made without human hands no human manipulation no human technology in other words this is going to be an embodiment of the divine nature this is going to be the christ so that the rulership of christ is going to invade the earth is going to attack the feet don't forget the description of the vision is that the king was the head of gold and so he's walking out the timelines of history and humanity from where the king was in babylon all the way to what we call the end times we are now in the times where iron is mixed with clay where there is fragility and tension where there are mixtures there are so many mixtures right now who knows what i'm talking about before there was nothing like l talk less of lg now there is lg not the ac or the tv but there is lgb and then T and then Q and then what I and then X and then race to power 3.0 dog cats lizards frogs all the way but there's a stone that is coming to invade the earth and what it means is that when Christ comes he's going to shatter all the kingdoms of the world he said it's going to become a great mountain what we are in this dispensation is that we are witnesses of the stone who are expressions of the mountain what is the mountain the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the lord as the waters cover the sea the mountain is zion the mountain is the character and the glory of god the mountain is the evidence of the divine design the mountain is the wisdom and the power of god the mountain is the sevenfold spirit of god according to isaiah 11 the mountain is the
described in Isaiah 60, Isaiah 61. That is the order and the caliber of who you are. I don't know which stone is here right now. What it really means as well is that if you are a witness to the mountain, where you are right now in your space, where there are ungodly things, you can make a demand on the power of the stone that you are and say this far and no further. That was what David said. David didn't say, well, Goliath will die at the right time. Goliath will die. He said, if I'm here, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? In other words, listen, please. Who is this Philistine who does not have any intimate experience or encounters with stones? How do I know? The first circumcision was done with stones. So circumcision means the stone of God has marked me in a secret place. The stone of God has marked me in a secret place. God's stone has put a mark on me. How dare you? You don't have a mark of God in the private place, in your private part, in your consecration, in your sanctification. How dare you? I have been marked with a stone in my private place. Therefore, I have authority in the public place. How dare you? Uncircumcised Philistine, you come against me with spears, but I come against you in the name of the Lord. I am a stone coming from a stone, coming with a stone. I'm going to bring you down. Where is the Goliath in your house, in your family, in your marriage, in your home, in your environment? It has to come down. Somebody shout yes! Oh, let go to three people and tell three people say it's coming down it's coming down I'm a witness it's coming down 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 Echo Sabata, it's coming down. He was big, he was strong. The wisdom of God, listen, in the things of the spirit. I'm going to just drop the last point. I can go to the other part of the message. I always have more than I have time because I'm from eternity. I'm only been loaned in time. I'll be here for 90 more years. Don't get scared. Somebody say amen. But either the superiority of this stone is that the head of gold was strong, attractive. The body of bronze, you're quite attractive. Iron, well, iron and clay. But gold says it's a stone that is coming it's a stone it's a stone a stone that will be overlooked a stone that will be ignored a stone that will be to say yeah I'm stone nobody goes around and says give me some stone nobody goes here we step on stones we despise stones we walk around stones we ignore stones we forget about stones if you had gold in your hand you'll be conscious of it if you had stone in your house you don't care well God says I'm going to raise people who have been despised and who have been ignored and who have been forgotten and who have been overwhelmed 
overwhelmed of the order of Christ. That's why when Jesus was being hailed by the people and the Pharisees told the people, shush, he said, if you will not praise me, I'm going to raise up stones. Well, let me tell you, the elite and praising. So right now, God is raising stones. Look at somebody say, hello, stone. Hello, precious stone. You have been raised. You have been raised. You have been exalted. You have been raised. 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 I speak to your heart. I speak to your mind. I speak to your spirit. I speak to your intelligence. I speak to your ordinance. I speak to your faith. I speak. You have been raised. Number seven, as you remain standing, there are stones that are used for decorative purposes. Yes, yes, yes. Decorative purposes. Ah, those kind of stones, they are not the first to show up because they are not yet needed at the beginning. They are not the first to be acknowledged. But when everything is done, then they put the stones on them. So when the Bible tells us in the book of Luke, in the book, I think I've jumped one point. I'll give you next week. But in the book of Luke, the word says 21, 5 to 6, as they looked at the temple, the temple was adorned with beautiful stones and donations. So there are some stones who are not foundational stones. There are some stones who are not building stones. They are decorative stones. Some of you are decorative stones. You often come late. I don't mean physically. I mean to what God is doing. But God would plaster you there. Oh, you don't hear what I'm saying. You are not the strongest. Oh, but you're fine. You are not the boldest. But you're there. God's eye candy. Oh my God. I don't know who I'm talking about. But God is about to beautify the church. He's about to decorate the church. He's about to load the church with gifts. That's why the enemy is barking. But the Bible says, when men say there is a casting down, we're going to shout. It says, we have come to the living stone, to the cornerstone, to Christ. Chief cornerstone. First Peter 2. Give me first Peter 2. I'm done preaching. It's 10, 3, 4. First Peter 2 says you have come. <laughs> first Peter 2. As to a precious stone. Leave it. Cornerstone. Elect precious. The same words God uses to describe the believer used to describe Jesus, the elect in Christ. You are the elect in Christ. How can you not win the election when God elected you? You know, because God's vote is heavier than every other person's vote. It's like coming to him as to a living stone, rejected indeed. Rejection is part of your growth process. 
but chosen by God and precious verse 5 you yourselves as living stones being built up a spiritual house a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifice accepted unto the Lord to God through Jesus Christ now please notice the whole point of all the stones all the stones that you find God working within the Bible look through it Joshua setting the stones in the water Jacob setting up the pillow as a pillar that was powerful it's a pillar it's not your pillow because you're going as a pillow for one night but it's going to be a pillar for generations or Samuel raising up a stone and calling it Ebenezer or Jesus saying I'll call up stones do you know what all the stones do praise and worship God they're instruments of worship instruments of worship instruments of worship that's why the value of a believer is connected to the revelation he receives and applies in worship and the degeneration of the believer is directly connected to his distance from worship so when the temple stopped being used for worship it could become desecrated because worship is divine immunity okay. worship is divine immunity in Yoruba immune immunity they want to catch you they can't catch you because you're a worshiper immunity was one of my teachers that taught me that Pastor Goyke Koka <laughs> immunity now look at this why not not stay there when have you seen all those movies before where the actor and the boss or the bulls the actor is trying to kill the bulls and the bulls is in smoke screens and mirrors right and it's stabbing the wrong mirror that is a picture of worship because in worship you mirror the glory of God and the smoke of Shekinah covers you otherwise explain to me why Saul's javelin couldn't pin David's head he was in the house Saul knew a few things about artillery he had an armor but when you are soaked in worship even the greatest marksman will miss the mark The marked man cannot hit the man who's been marked by the God who made all men. Smoke screen. And you change. And you change. And you change. And they keep jabbing and attacking the wrong stuff. It says that you are to offer up spiritual sacrifices. Spiritual sacrifices. I'm done preaching. Can we just make a dedication in one minute? One minute. We need to be out of here in five minutes. One minute, can you make a dedication to the Lord? Please, something's anointed. I'm not saying this is not anointed. It's so, Lord, I set my heart on Christ. All those things were really just about Christ. Christ is going to fill the earth as a mountain. So, if you're not with Christ, what are you waiting for? See, it's going to happen. It's not like, see, God is not like he's gambling. Let's see. Christ is going to fill this. We've seen the end of the script and Christ wins. Christ doesn't just win, he fills the earth. But different stones given different expressions. I hope you know there will still be government when he comes. For the Lord 
is our king, is our judge, is our lawmaker. He predates democracy. King, executive, judge, legislature. Uh, sorry, judge, judiciary, lawmaker, legislature. Come on, somebody raise your hand and say, Lord, I, I plug into this revelation of the stone that I am. The way you change the name of Peter, I identify with you today. Let it not be said that somebody is looking for Jesus and you are there. Somebody is looking for healing and you did not at least pray. Somebody said, I'm confused. He said, hey, yeah, what do you mean, hey, yeah? You are a stone. You are of the order. You are of the order. Let's make it work in one minute. I have my, a commitment to finish under two hours. I'm one hour for the two minutes. I want to finish in three to five minutes. I have more words, but I think somebody has heard what God wanted to say. As you're praying, think through the message and certain things that are jumping out at you. So you have come to the living stone, rejected by men, but elect by God, chosen by God, elect and precious. You know what a stone is? Solid rock. Solid rock. Solid rock, but Sakota's in about ocean. Ah, yeah, 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 of Abraham the stone was used as part of an altar in the hands of David the stone was used to defeat Goliath and to prepare for the temple that Solomon would be in the hands of Jesus the stone can be anything that God wants the stone to be can be an instrument of defense can be an instrument of worship can be a part of a building You don't have to be golden to be glorious. Ah, let it rise, let it rise, let it rise. Father, we give you praise, we give you glory. We acknowledge your word, your revelation in our lives today. Peter wrote to people who were already in Christ, said that you have come. And so God, we come. We come not because we were distanced by revelation or distanced by the lack of grace, but because we were distant based on the absence of this new light that we are essentially from Christ so you said look to Abraham from whom 
you were hewn see what i did with him see how i walked with him so father we are flexible in your hands yet again stones but flexible because we are not stones who don't grow we are stones who do grow so flex us in the right direction mold us shape us fit us nobody here is permitted to go back to life as they knew it we walk in this revelation we walk in this understanding we stop using our stones as pillows we set them up as pillars thank you father in jesus name we pray somebody give god praise hey! the is rising on an emerging generation of kings to join this growing community of kings visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this how.